precious saints. Blessed good morning to you, to each and everyone this morning. Hallelujah. A blessed good morning to you this morning. Hallelujah. We come before you today, God, before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord. Have your way this morning. Have your way. Have your way this morning, God. Hallelujah. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way today, Jesus. As we come before you, God, humbly and submissively, God, we submitting ourselves to you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory. We exalt your name. Hallelujah. For you are high and lifted up in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We bless your holy name this morning. We give you praise, God. We honor you this morning, God. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise. We give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God, of all the praise. You're worthy of the glory and you're worthy of all the honor. There is none like you, Lord Jesus. So we worship you this morning, God, in the beauty of holiness. We give you praise this morning, God. We lift our hands, God, hallelujah, to you. And we lift our hearts this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we come before you this morning, God, submitting ourselves to you, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we submit our wills to your will, God, and our desires to your desire, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is our desire that we shall serve you for the rest of our days, God. And we will always give you praise and glory and honor and thanksgiving and power. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father God, we just want to thank you this morning. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy, God. We thank you for renewed mercy, God. We thank you, God, hallelujah, for allowing us to live to see this day that was not promised to us, Lord Jesus. But we know that this is the day that you have made and we all shall rejoice and be glad in it, God. We thank you this morning for waking us up in our right minds with our bodies totally healed, God. And the uses and activities of our limbs, God. We thank you for health and strength, God. We thank you, God, for daily provision, God. We thank you for all you provide for us, God. From day to day, God, in the name of Jesus, you said in your word that you are our Jehovah Jireh that provides all of our needs according to the riches and glory in your Son, Christ Jesus. So, Father God, as we come to you this morning, God, with a grateful heart, God, we are thankful and grateful for all the things that you have done in our lives, God. And we're thanking you, God, for what you're doing right now in our lives. And we're going to celebrate the things that you're getting ready to do, Lord, in us, to us, through us, with us, and for us, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come humble today, God. We come as your humble servant, God. We're humbling ourselves, God. And we're praying, God, and we're seeking after you, God. We're seeking your face, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we need you to hear from heaven and forgive our sins, God. And bring healing this morning, God. We stand in need of healing today, God. Heal our land, God. Heal our country, God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we just want to thank you, God. We want to thank you for being the God of our salvation. We thank you for salvation this morning, God. We thank you for saving us from the bondage of sin. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Father God, as I come before you, God, as a humble servant, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray this morning, God, that you touch my mind, God. Keep my mind in perfect peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you reveal your secrets to me, God. Give me revelation knowledge this morning, God. As I open my mouth to speak, Lord Jesus, let your Holy Spirit be the one that is speaking through me, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, use me as a vessel this morning that you have chosen for such a time as this, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, have your way, God. 
and have your way in the lives of your people, God, the ones that are listening via social media, God. I pray this morning, God, that you go into the place of a board, God, wherever they might be, on the train, in the bus, in the car, Father God, in their homes, wherever they are this morning, God. Father God, I send your Holy Spirit this morning, God, in the name of Jesus, to infuse them this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And if there is anyone that is doing anything that is not pleasing to you, God, Lord, I ask you to reveal those things to them, God, so that they could seek your face and turn from those things, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I give you thanks and praise this morning. I thank you, God, for your word, because your word is true and your word is quick and it's powerful in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father God, you have your way in this session this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we dedicate this session to you this morning, God. Lord, you come in, God, and have your way, God. You speak this morning, God. In the name of Jesus, because your people need to hear from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, allow me to step aside, God. And you take control of me, God, in the name of Jesus. Take control of my mind, God, and my spirit, God. In the name of Jesus and this body. Hallelujah. So, Lord God, you have your way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. And we give you glory and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed Lord, blessed, blessed good morning to each and every one. We're coming to you this morning from Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ, which is located at 10623154th Street in Jamaica, New York. Our zip code is 11433. Hallelujah. And our bishop is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, the bishop of the Ecclesiastic Ghana jurisdiction. Hallelujah. Located in, in, in Georgetown, Guyana. Hallelujah. And we thank God for him. We thank God for his life. We thank God for the anointing. We thank God for the call upon his life. We thank God for the work that he's doing. Hallelujah. Being a blessing to people local and internationally. Hallelujah. And we thank God for his wife, Evangelist, Evangelist Denise Sexton. Hallelujah. Who's walking by his side. And we pray that God continues to strengthen her and give her knowledge and wisdom and understanding to do the things that she has to do for God and for her husband. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise this morning. We thank God for the assistant pastor, Pastor Andy Smith, hallelujah, who's serving in that capacity. And we bless God for his wife, Sister Carrie Ann Smith, hallelujah, that is walking by his side. Amen. We thank God for them, hallelujah. And we thank God for every elder and every evangelist, every missionary, every deacon and deaconess, every usher. And we thank God for all of God's people, hallelujah. We pray that God pour out a blessing upon his people this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we thank God for all of the ones that are listening that may not know you, God. They, might, they may not have salvation this morning. But Father God, we pray salvation over their lives this morning, God. Father God, save them from the bondage of their sins, God, in the name of Jesus. Because we know that perilous times is coming, God. Hallelujah. So Father, we give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, the scripture is coming from the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 to 8, hallelujah. And the scripture said, I saw the lamb open one of the seals, and I heard as it were noise of thunder, one of the four be saying, come and see. And I, and I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, 
and he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that 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 sat on the on, on that sat on that sat thereon to take peace from the earth and that they shall kill one another and there was given unto him a great sword and when he had opened the third seal i heard the third beast say come and see and i behold and a black horse and he that sat on him had a pair of balance in his hand and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when I had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast saying, Come and see. And I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death, and hell follow with him. And the power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the and with the beast of the earth. And the word of the Lord is blessed and divine. Hallelujah. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word this morning. In the name of Jesus. The title for the message this morning is Confess or Face the Consequences. Confess or Face the Consequences. Hallelujah. When a disaster strike either natural or man-made, many people have an increased awareness of the Lord and acknowledge Him in ways they did not before the disaster. You may remember the days right after 9-11, which happened directly 19 years and one month to date, when people talk about the Lord and even gather to pray. Sadly, however, such acknowledgement of God wanes in the days and weeks and months and years that follows. The catastrophe at 9-11 was one of the greatest that ever happened on the soil of the United States of America. But we are living in a day and age where we have another catastrophe but just to backtrack, the catastrophe that transpired at 9-11 brought everyone together. Everyone was on one accord. Everyone was on one mind. Everyone had the same speech, and that was to defeat the enemy. Amen? But we are living in a day and age when we don't know if this enemy is man-made or if it's a natural enemy. But we know that it is an invisible enemy. So even though we're going through this time in our lives with this pandemic, the enemy that we are fighting against is invisible. 
But the visible thing concerning this pandemic is that we just cannot come together as a nation. Amen? We are more divided more than any time in America's history. And this is the greatest catastrophe within the catastrophe. Amen? Because if we cannot come together and be on one accord, everything would be impossible for us to do. Because the Bible says in Genesis chapter 11, when Nimrod, the mighty hunter, they were walking in the plain of Shinar and they decided to build bricks to make a city and a tower. And as they began to build the tower, the Lord, they get the notice of the Lord and the Lord saw that they were on one accord and they were on one, they had one mind and they had one speech, one language. And God said, because they are together, nothing would be restrained or nothing would be impossible for them to accomplish. So in order for them not to accomplish, God came down and bring confusion to the language. Amen. But we are living in a country where we always pull together in spite of the situation, in spite of whatever, we always come together in love and unity. But we have to pray for love and unity to abound in America so that we could defeat this COVID-19 virus. Amen. And many are opposed to unity. Many are trying to do all kind of abduction on every negative thing that would create chaos and confusion. But the devil is a liar. The eyes of the Lord is in every place, beholding both good and evil. The Bible teaches that the world is heading inexorably not towards peace and unity, but towards a final cataclysmic war, the battle of the Armageddon. Until that climatic holocaust, things will continue to deteriorate as the world falls deeper and deeper into chaos, confusion, and sin. So I come to let you know that things are not going to get better. We know what happened at 9-11 and how many people died. But look what is going on in the entire world. This situation is not a situation just in America or in Canada or in Europe. This is a worldwide situation. And this situation is just a precursor for what is to come. Amen. So the Lord, the Bible says that if you understand the signs and the times, you would know that is just at the door. Hallelujah. As the end approaches, wars will increase. Crimes will escalate. And there will be economic upheaval and unprecedented natural disasters such as never seen before and would never see again. Such as earthquakes, floods, famine, and diseases. Matthew 24, 6, 28, 6 to 8 says all these calamities 
will mark the outpouring of God's wrath on fallen rebellious on the fallen rebellious world. Yes, we are rebellious because we receive a rebellious nature from our father Adam. The Bible says that man was created in his image, and in his image we are and we were created. But that didn't speak to us as men upon the earth today. When the Bible speaks about man, it means Adam or earth. So Adam was created in the image of God, but we were created in the image of Adam. So we receive a rebellious nature and we are prone to sin because we have a sinful nature. Amen? So Matthew allows us to know all these calamities will mark the outpouring of God's wrath on fallen and rebellious world. In Revelation 5, 1-7, Christ received from God the Father a scroll sealed with seven seals until opened by the one with authority to do so. The scroll contains the title deed of the earth. The Bible says in Psalm 24 that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world, just paraphrasing, and us that dwell therein. For he, the Lord, hath founded upon the seas and established it upon the floods. And who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart who have not lifted up his soul to vanity nor swear deceitfully. And he shall receive the blessings of the Lord and the righteousness of the God of his salvation. Because we are the generation that seek him, that seek his face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, ho ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Hallelujah. So the Lord received the scroll, and the scroll contains the title deed for the earth. Unlike normal title deed, it did not contain a description of Christ's inheritance, but rather it details how he would execute his reclaiming of what is rightfully his. Amen? So if he's going to reclaim something that's rightfully his, that means that he don't have it right now, but someone else has it. Amen? Be beginning in chapter 6, that scroll is unrolled and it's sealed, broken. The unrolling of the scroll marks the beginning of God's wrath and judgment on sinful mankind as the Lord takes back creation from the usurper Satan. So this earth is in control. Satan is in control of the earth. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 6 to 8, on the second day when God was creating, God divided the firmament and tried to divide the water from above the firmament 
from the water which was under the firmament, meaning the atmosphere. And the atmosphere appears. And the Bible says that when he created the format, he said it was so. He didn't say it was good. Everything else that he created, he said was good. But when he created the, the, the firmament, the atmosphere, he said that it was so. The reason why he said it was so, because the devil and all of the his, his, his demons rushed into the atmosphere. Because they were under they were in the water, under the water, and the spirit of God was hovering over the water, keeping them in check. But after God created and created the atmosphere, the devil and all of the demons rushed into the atmosphere. So God said that it was so. So the devil is the one who's in control of the world. But Christ is coming back to reclaim what is rightly his. The unfolding of the seven seals parallel the Lord's chronology in tribulation events found in, in Jesus' message described in the end times and his return recorded in Matthew 24. Matthew 24 says, Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise this morning. We give you glory and we give you honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew 24 and 3 says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olive, his disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. And Jesus answered and said unto, said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there shall be famine, and pestilence, and earthquakes in divert places. All these things are the beginning of sorrow, or the beginning of birth pain. Then shall they deliver you to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And men and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many, because iniquity shall abound, and the love of many shall wax cold. Hallelujah. So perilous times is coming. Amen. And my word to you this morning is confess or face the consequences. Amen. You must confess the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has risen from the dead. And if you could do that, you receive salvation. 
Hallelujah. So confess or face the consequences. You must confess your sins because he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. Amen. His desire, his desire is not for man to perish but that we should all come to repentance. Hallelujah. So confess your sins and confess the Lord Jesus or face the consequences. Just as a mother, a mother's birth pain increase in frequency and intensify as time as time to give birth approaches, so the judgment depicted by the seals will intensify through the tribulation until the until the until they culminate in the arrival of the Lord Jesus Christ in blazing judgment glory. The four seals cover the period of Jesus, the period that Jesus described as the beginning of birth pain. Revelation is, the book Revelation is divided, sorry, the tribulation in Revelation is divided into two parts. The first part of tribulation is, is the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which is the four seals. And the final three seals that's going to be open is the great tribulation. So there is the tribulation and there is the great tribulation. Amen. So as so we only read the, the we only read I read in your ears the four seals that will be open. As terrible as those four judgments are, they are but a pre a precursor or preliminary preliminary outpouring of God's final wrath in the la in the last three seals. Chapter four and five de describe the praises offered in heaven. To God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 4 extols God as creator, while chapter 5 extols Jesus as the Redeemer. Amen? Suddenly, as the seal be, begin to be opened, chapter 6, the praises and worship cease in chapter 6. Yes, as the seals begin to open in chapter 6, all the praise and the worship ceased. In chapter 4, it says, After this I look and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as with a voice of a trumpet talking with me. Which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, and he that sat on the throne was to look upon like a jasper, a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne, 
in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats were four and twenty elders sitting, clothing white raiment, and they and they had they had on the, they had on their heads crown of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightning and thunder and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne, round about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and be, and behind. And the four beasts was like the first beast was like a lion. The second beast had the face of a man. The second beast was like a calf, and the third beast had the face of a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the fourth beast had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rested not, and they rested not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Amen. So the four beasts rested not day and night, singing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. But in verse 6, it says that praises cease in heaven. Amen. And if we go to verse 5, it let us know that, And I saw the right hand of him that sat on the throne. I saw in the, in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written, within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book? Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor in the earth, nor under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders say unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I behold, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and in the midst of the throne of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them a harp and golden vials of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us back to God by the blood of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us and made us have made unto us our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And behold, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them were 10,000 times 10, 
times ten thousand and thousands of thousands and and saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings hallelujah so there were praise and worship that was going on in heaven but when the sixth seal was open the prayers cease amen so this is a very important event that was getting ready to transpire amen so all the prayers in heaven cease then the scene now shifted from heaven to earth which will be the focus of events throughout the re throughout, throughout the return of christ in chapter 19. So as the prayer cease in chapter 5, the scene was shifted from heaven to earth. Just as from chapter 1 to 3, they spoke of the churches. Amen? And in chapter 4, we heard nothing else of the churches until after in chapter 19. Amen? So, The Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, broke the first of the seven seals. As each seal is broken in his vision, what is written on the scroll is not read, but acted out. Sometimes there are some things in our lives that we cannot verbalize. But we have to act out. Amen? Amen. Even in our praise. Sometimes we don't have the right words to pray. Because of the situation that we might be going through. Because of the pressure. Because of, of the fire. But if you just groan and mourn to the Lord. You will understand. Hallelujah. Because you know your thoughts before you think it. So some things just cannot be verbalized. Because the enemy is there listening. So that he could use your words against you. That's why sometimes you have to speak in tongues. I wish I could but I just can't in the natural but I can do it in the spiritual. Hallelujah. So some things we just cannot verbalize. But immediately John heard one of the four living creatures saying with a, with a powerful shattering voice of thunder. Come. And in response to the angelic summons, a white horse came forth bearing a rider. Horses in scripture are associated with triumph, majesty, power, and conquest. The name of the first rider is world peace, not the Antichrist. Amen. The writers represented not individual persons, but in personal forces. Because there are many things in Revelation that are symbolic. Amen. Amen. So we can't read every, we can't look into everything as literal, but as figuratively we should understand what is meant. Hallelujah. So the, the, the name of the, the first rider that came forth 
was world peace. Hallelujah. Not the Antichrist. Some of us, some people say that, or some commentary says that it was the Antichrist. Amen. But the Antichrist, as will be seen, will play a leading role in promoting this worldwide obsession with seeking peace. But I come to let you know today that it doesn't matter what peace man tries to accomplish, especially in the Middle East. There would be no peace until the Prince of Peace plant his feet upon the earth. Amen. The Bible says unto us, a child is born and unto us a son is given and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace and the Everlasting Father. And that Prince of Peace is the only one who could bring a lasting peace upon the face of this earth. So before the, 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 the terror of the tribulation breaks loose and lead to the battle of the Armageddon, there will come a period of world peace. But it will be a deceptive peace. Amen. Because Jesus is in control of what transpires in tribulation. The world's desperate desire for international peace will serve as a bait for the satanic trap. It will particularly deceive Israel, whose people have been so long desiring peace. Hallelujah. And I know there are so many people in this season are desiring peace because of the pandemic and what it did to their families and what it did to their jobs and what it did to the economy and what it did to their children and what it did to your life. But if you desire that peace today, just give your life to Christ. He is the Prince of Peace. Amen. Only through Christ you could attain the peace that you desire. Money cannot give you peace. A new car cannot give you peace. A big house cannot give you peace. Your education cannot give you peace. It's only the Prince of Peace can give you peace. Hallelujah. So I bless God for the Prince of Peace. The world peace and harmony will be rudely shattered by the second horse and rider appearing on the scene. So we only opened the first seal thus far. And the second seal that is going to open, hallelujah, going to proceed out a red horse. And red is the color of fire and the color of blood. Amen. And that red horse is going to bring a world war such as never seen before. Just as World War II 
followed a deceptive peace promoted by Hitler. So devastating war, war will spread throughout the world following a collapse of Antichrist false peace. So if we think that this COVID-19 that is so catastrophic, this is just a precursor. This is just preliminary for what is coming. This COVID-19 have nothing on what is coming. Amen. It have nothing on what is coming. So I'm coming to you this morning just to let you know, confess or face the consequences. You don't want to be in tribulation when it starts. And I know there are so many Christians that are going to be left back, they're going to be left behind in tribulation. Because he says that the Bible says that he's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. So I come to you today to, to just to encourage you to make your election sure. Hallelujah. He's coming for a church without spot nor wrinkle. You don't want to be caught up in, 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 in the tribulation because if you get caught up in the tribulation, you're going to have to die for the gospel. Because you know what? When the trump of God sung and the dead in Christ rise and we that remain caught up to meet him in the air. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is going to be taken out, taken out also immediately. So there will be no Holy Ghost for you to call and say, come on Holy Ghost to, to lead and guide you and to comfort you. There is no comforter. So there will be no comfort in tribulation. Hallelujah. So I'm calling on you today. I'm encouraging you today to make your election sure. Prepare yourself. The Bible said just as in the day of Noah, when the flood came, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the water overtake them. So will be the last days. Hallelujah. Of the coming of Christ. Because the Bible says no man knows the day nor the hour when he's going to come. Hallelujah. Not even the angels in heaven know when he's going to come. So I'm encouraging you today to be steadfast, unmovable, always abundant in the things of God. Hallelujah. God have a work for you to do. The Bible says that we are and we were created to, to please him for his pleasure. We are and were created. Hallelujah. So let your life be, let, let your light shine so that man could see your good works. Hallelujah. Because if you put a candle under a bowl, you cannot see the light. But you're going to put it on a stand so that they, you could, they, all the occupants of the house could see the light shining. Amen. So I'm, I'm encouraging us today. Let our light shine. We have a work to do for God. Get busy doing the work. There's no time for playing church. Enough is enough. It's time to get serious. It's time to get on one accord. It's time to get on board. Hallelujah. It's time to get on board the glory train. Hallelujah. We are working here for a ticket to go into heaven. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging you today. Hallelujah. I'm encouraging us today. There is no time to waste. Time is fastly winding down. Hallelujah. Any moment 
Because the Bible said he would come in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging us today. Hallelujah. That we need to be on one accord. We need to be in one mind. We need to be in one place in the spirit. Hallelujah. And it's to do the work of the Lord. We all are sent here to do a specific work. What is your work? Hallelujah. What are you doing for Christ? Besides doing for yourself. Besides being selfish. Besides being self-centered. Besides trying to save all of your money. Besides trying to, to, to do all the things that are, you're doing. That, that have nothing to do with Christ. Only what you do for Christ would last. Hallelujah. There are many people building barns. And they, they, they're storing up things with dust and mud and rust. And, 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 and dust and mud. And, and hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Dust and rust. Hallelujah. With infect. But what you do for Christ. Is everlasting. So I encourage us today, hallelujah, to continue. Here the story turns ugly and remains that way until the true king returns to establish his kingdom. After the four horsemen, the story is going to become real ugly. And remains that way until the true king of glory returns to establish his kingdom. God's judgment described and short-lived. False peace led by the Antichrist dissolved in a bodily holocaust. And the bodily, the, the bloody holocaust, sorry, is... The world war, the, 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 the worldwide war that is going to take place. And the Bible says that, and the third beast called and said, Come. And there came a, a black horse, which a black horse is associated with famine. In Lamentation 5.10, famine is a logical consequence of worldwide war as food is, as food supplies, hallelujah, are destroyed. Well, I know I don't have enough time to finish this lesson, to this, but I'm not finished, but I'm going to quit. But before I quit, I want to touch a little bit on... The seventh seal. And when the seventh seal was opened, there was silence in heaven for half an hour. Hallelujah. And out of the seventh seal, it revealed the final cataclysmic judgment including all the devastation from the seventh trumpet and the seventh bowl judgment. So in the seventh seal, there's a seventh trumpet and a seventh bowl judgment that is going to take place. But the seventh, trump the seventh trumpet judgment 
when the fifth trumpet is blown, a star would fall from heaven. And the star would be given the key to the bottomless pit. And as he opened the bottomless pit, smoke would proceed from the bottomless pit. And out of the smoke proceed locusts. And the locust was given power to hurt mankind. And the tails of the locusts are the stings of scorpion. And they were given power to afflict mankind for five months. But as they afflict mankind, the Bible says that man is going to seek death. But death is going to flee from them. They're going to desire to die. And death will evade them. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, you don't want anything to do in the tribulation. Make your election sure. Get busy with God's business. Whatever, whatever you find your hands to do, just do it unto the glory of God. Hallelujah. Because you don't want God to, you don't want him to come and catch you with your work undone. Because the Bible says, work while there is day, because night come when no man could work. Amen. So I, I'm coming to you today just to encourage you. This is not a message to shout or to get you emotionally stirred up. This is the message that cause you to think. Hallelujah. Analyze your situation. Analyze where you are today. And those that are in a backslidden state, you need to get back in the fold. Hallelujah. Go back to your first work. Do your first work over. The Bible says that God married to the backslider. But if you're in a backslidden state when he comes, you have to go through tribulation. Because sin cannot enter into, the, into heaven. The Bible says flesh and blood cannot enter. That's the reason why the dead in Christ is going to rise. And we that remain is, is going to be caught up to meet him. And we're going to be changed. In a, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. But you need to get back in line. In the straight and narrow path. Hallelujah. So I bless God today. For you giving me the opportunity to, to preach the word of God, to, to rightly divide the word of God. And if I've blessed anyone, or if I've encouraged anyone today, I want to encourage you further to surrender your life to Christ. And those that are in a backslidden state, get back. Get back in the fold, hallelujah. We don't have time for wait, to waste. No man knows the day nor the hour when the Lord, even the angels don't know. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging you today to come back to Christ. And those that know Christ, continue the work. Hallelujah. And those that are in a sinful state, confess and repent of your sins. Because he's faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. There is something they might be saying, I have to get myself together. So that I could come. But I come to tell you. You have to come as you are. He is the one that's going to get you together. We could never get ourselves together. Hallelujah. The more we try. The more we wiggle. The deeper we sink. Hallelujah. 
We have to come to Christ and he would put us together. He is the, he specialized in putting people together. Hallelujah. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. He is the one that created you. He breathed into your breath. He breathed into your nostril the breath of life. And you become a living soul. Hallelujah. So he knows everything concerns you. He said that he knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. Hallelujah. He knew you before the foundation of the earth. So why don't you come to him today? Repent of your sins. Hallelujah. So that you could receive salvation. And be in right standing with Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father God, as I come before you today, God. Father God, I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice today, God. Father, I pray that you touch them in a special way, God. Touch their hearts, touch their minds, God. Touch them, God, only you could touch, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, I speak deliverance over their life today, God. Father, I ask you to deliver them from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence, God. Cover them with your feather, God, and under your wing they shall trust, God, because your truth shall be their shield and their buckle, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, shield them from the hands of the enemy, God. Father God, I pray today, God, that you, you cover them, God. You protect them, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, these are your people that are called by your name, God. Father God, we are humbling ourselves and we praying and we seek, we, we praying and we seek in your face, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we need to hear from heaven, God, and forgive our sins, God, and bring healing this morning, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to heal their hearts, God. Heal their minds, God. Heal relationship, God. Heal their bodies, God. Heal their finances, God. Heal each and every area of their lives in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray for those that are mourning this morning, God. They're mourning loss of loved ones or friends, God. Father God, I know, God, that you, God, could give them comfort, God. You send your Holy Ghost, God, to be a comforter, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray this morning, God, that as they seek your face, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would hear, God, and send the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, to comfort them, God, in the parting of their sins, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we give you thanks and we give you praise, God. Father, we pray for those that are in recovery, God. And even though they're in recovery, God, Father God, we know that there are so many side effects, God, from the coronavirus. Father God, we know that nothing is impossible for you to do, God. Lord, we know that you could heal their lungs, you could heal their hearts, God. You could heal their bone marrow, God. You could heal wherever they need healing, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we praise you and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Bless God. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise. You have a blessed day. God bless you. Thank you.